All right, welcome back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Once again, it's time for the Chi and Khalil show. You know, it was your favorite two hosts, Jasara Cool <laughs> and me, Khalil. So yeah, welcome back. Um, yeah, we were off last week because Jasara is too busy for us now. Well, sorry, Chi <laughs> is too busy for us now because you got a real job. And I might have been driving up and down the coast because right. what else are you going to do? Right, in right. a pandemic. <laughs> right, but... Be on Highway One, chilling out in the ocean. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's a beautiful drive, though. I it's even wonderful. wrote a poem about PCH. Yep. So what it do? All right. So we got a couple things. Um, so number one, the Rona is real. The Rona, bro. <laughs> the Rona. Okay, sorry. Didn't mean to interject like that, but I am so pissed off. Anyway, go ahead. No, go ahead. Will you? No, I, just look. Two hundred and ninety-five thousand. Two hundred and ninety-five thousand over fifteen million cases. Um, I don't, I don't know why the idea of as many people that died in 9-11 every day for the next 60 days is okay with some folks that you have legit healthcare workers who are also acting legit crazy right now Mm -hmm. with not wearing masks, Yep. with not wanting to follow their own guidelines. I mean, I, I I thought we all took an oath first do no harm, (laughs) but apparently that oath is irrelevant now that we're in the the Trumponian era of American democracy. Yo, YOLO, you got to go to Vegas and, you know, gamble, right? I guess. And sit in casinos and smoke. While it just, it makes right. no sense. It yeah. makes no sense every day. Like I was listening to um, Nicole Wallace on MSNBC. And at the end of one of her segments, she had said, the number of people who have died from coronavirus, if somebody decided to do a charity walk one mile for every person, they could circle the globe almost 12 times. That's go around the earth 12 times. And you would have like, that's the equivalent of how many people have died or an entire city like Orlando, Florida, right? Like an entire city gone, 15 NBA stadiums or arenas filled to capacity. All those folks gone. Because what? Because what? Because we can't wear a mask for two weeks or stay at home for two weeks or like just cancel rent and mortgage yeah. and le- and interest rate payments for two months. Yeah. Basically, if we would have just canceled rent and all interest rates payment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. given people food for a month and everyone just stay home, mm-hmm. it would have mm. been over yeah. and we'd be back to China. You know, where they're just living With their the best lives. Living their best lives. I didn't even say in the club this time. You did. I'm just saying they're just going about business like it's normal again. It's not normal here. But yeah, well, the thing is that it's never going to be because what we decided to do was just basically just keep the hospitals from overflowing. That was our goal. So they did things that harmed the economy and only basically kept it, kept hospitals from overflowing. And that's it. That was our goal. Yeah, but they're going to overflow now. They're right at the edge, right? Right? Yeah. Like, and we're not even into January, February being the coldest month usually of the year, right? We're still in December. We haven't even gotten to the half mark of December. Like, how is this possible? Yeah. In the richest country in the world. Well, people have to have 20, 30 people over for Thanksgiving, no matter what. You know, it's government overreach to say, like, yo, don't do that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, obviously, these people never went to residency, right? Did we talk about this last time? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait, why? <laughs> because, like, 
you know, in residency, like you don't go home for all the holidays, right? There's holidays where you right. have to spend in the hospital. Right. Yes. Right? Yes. We did. Yeah. 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 No, and it right. was like, yeah. And you, you realize that it's okay. Like you're going to survive. It's going to be all right. Yeah. It's disappointing, it's right. but everyone survives. Yes. So you don't have to have Christmas and Thanksgiving with 40 people. You don't. It's going to be okay for one year or two years. Well, it's going to be two years if we're not careful. And I know, well, we'll get to this in a second about the vaccine, but it, it's, if, if you were paying attention to history, you would know that any, that a pandemic doesn't usually just go away. Like in a year, there are waves, right? We all learned about the waves and America seems to think that it's on its second or third wave. And I'm trying to tell school. folks, we didn't even finished the first one. <laughs> right. Okay? Like, the first one never, yeah, we slowed it. We, we didn't, it didn't peak as fast, but it's still going right. up. It never really went down. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So this is going to be with us for at least, I mean, I've been saying like, you know, 2022 will come out of it, maybe even 2023. Because with the the influenza pandemic of 2018 or 1918, it wasn't until 1922 that literally the world stopped having these enormous outbreaks. Right. Or miniature epidemics, miniature pandemics within their within their countries. Yeah. That was like four years later. <laughs> we haven't even gotten out of 2020. So it's it, I, I don't want anybody to think that we are going to be sort of out of the clear in 2021 just because we have a vaccine. Like this could be until 2022 just because of how we're responding now. And it didn't need to be that way because we have 100 years worth of knowledge, wisdom, and whoa, technology. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But, but gee, hmm. it was 100 years ago. No one remembers what happened. <laughs> <laughs> right? Really? Because I, I swear I read this in an encyclopedia or the New York well, Times had like an article yeah. about it. I know, but and that's the other thing. Like we're in the information age where you could exactly. easily like look up. Exactly. The, you know, the, whatchamacallit, the influenza pandemic of mm-hmm. 1919. But it's funny because, um, like, I had to do it, right, to figure out, because a lot of people ask me questions or whatever, and you're trying to figure out, like, how long, you know, it lasts. Right. Like, the same thing. Like, the only thing you can go off of is this other pandemic, yes. which acts a little bit differently, but that's the only information we have. Exactly. And it wasn't, there was a pandemic then? Really? <laughs> like, like, no one, everyone's acting like in the information age when it would take you 30 seconds to look it up. And the other thing is, like, you can look up, like, the Anti-Mask League of back then, because there were, like, all this anti-mask thing. There was the same kind of pushback. And if you look at all the things, like, the cities that closed down sooner mm-hmm. had more people at the end of the pandemic, and their economies recovered sooner because sooner. they could go they back to work. And they had people because people drive the economy. Yes. Like, it's not the stock market. The stock market is just one small variable in it. The main thing that drives the economy is people going to work. Yeah. people buying things people yeah. making things and people buying things yeah. so if you actually have people around that's what drives the economy and it's not rocket science like it's not that hard of a concept to understand and people are still they're mad about like gavin newsom shutting down california and it's like his other his only other option is let hospitals overflow yep so the death rate for coronavirus goes up because people don't get care and also, if you get appendicitis, you die because there's no ventilator to, Nothing. right? There's no surgeon to operate on you. There's no place for you to go to have your appendectomy. That's the other thing. These other animal, issues. Right, you end up dying from treat, totally treatable diseases because there's no room in the hospitals. So mm. yeah, that's that's the only two options that that's Gavin Newsom had. So you can cry about him shutting down indoor dining because he's harming small businesses. 
or you can be mad at Mitch McConnell for holding up the actual things that keep the economy going when you have to shut down indoor dining. Bingo. And the other thing is, is that the original stimulus package, the one that the Democrats envisioned, they actually cut out these large corporations and said that they're not eligible for the 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 personnel recovery loans or whatever they call them, the loan mm-hmm. people when you have to shut down your small business. Right. They said a huge corporation shouldn't be able to do that. The Republicans forced them to take that line out. So the majority of that money went to huge corporations that don't actually need it, like Ruth Chris and all these other, I mean, it's just like silly. So then the actual like small mom and pop shops didn't, weren't actually eligible and didn't get their money because the money ran out before they applied. And once again, like Mitch McConnell now is just not going through with the stimulus package because he wants to put in a clause that says no employee can sue any employer for any coronavirus related activity. I saw that. I saw that. Because even like the, that the, they offered a compromise <clears throat> where they limited how much you could sue for and what you could actually sue for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 no. We have to have no lawsuits whatsoever. And yet this is the same man who's allowing lawsuits for a president, a sitting president, <laughs> to bring to the courts for an election that he lost with no evidence <sighs> of fraud. None. But for us to bring lawsuits against our employers who may be creating unsafe conditions for us to work in is problematic. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you spin that to think that Mitch McConnell is on your side. I don't don't know. know. Because he's against the libtards, that's why. What the heck is a libtard? You don't know what a libtard is? No, that sounds like a derogatory statement. I don't yeah, know if I want to say it again. Yeah, it's a nickname. It's supposedly like, you know, a combination of like um, liberal and uh, retard. Are you serious? That's you a word? No. Oh, you don't watch enough Fox News. No. <laughs> you're, obviously, you're obviously not on parlor. No, I do not. <laughs> I do not want more heartburn in my life. <laughs> I do not want more stomach problems because I'm... No, wait, what? That's a thing? Oh, that's so... Mm-mm, mm-mm. That doesn't sorry, sound right. Sorry, y'all. Katara, like, is a little sheltered and sometimes has these epiphanies about life. Late, so... Late, yo. Real late. Okay. It's just but yeah, that, that one's going to have to be bleeped out. I don't care. Every <laughs> other word is fine. That one is just... <laughs> Oh, goodness. No. Okay, but then the vaccines. Okay. And I... I, (laughs) Okay, first of all, this Operation Warp Speed that, like, like 10 days ago, like, news networks were saying, like, well, you know, if there's one thing we should be giving credit to the Trump administration for, you know, it's that, you know, he set up this Operation Warp Speed, and that's why we can talk about these vaccines. And I laughed because the two main corporations that are producing the vaccines, as far as I know, Medina and um, Pfizer weren't even part of that plan. Like they didn't even get the monies related to Operation Warp Speed. They just said, people are dying. Maybe we need to create a vaccine because that's what we're here for, right? Well, they they said they can make a gazillion dollars also. Okay, that too. Come on, it's a corporation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And the other thing is there's no, no one ever actually said like what he actually did for Operation Warp Speed because- there already was provisions for the FDA to make emergency 
um, approvals and this qualified under the emergency act. So yeah, it's whatever. And it doesn't really, yeah, to say that Donald Trump helped science in any way is kind of silly. Like, if anything, he galvanized the scientific community to get off of their seats and, like, actually write that the president of the United States is a danger to the health of Americans. <laughs> like, literally, that's what they did. And I, I mean, okay, to his credit, thank you. Because we exist. We've been here. We're going to be here. Scientists unite. Well, the thing is that previously, science, and in most countries, it's still this way, where, like, the scientists give the politicians the science. And the politicians don't make up stupid scientific arguments against it, right? Against so like the in science, Europe, right? right? In Europe, like no, there's no argument about whether climate change is real. The arguments that the politicians make are, what should we do about climate change? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was it was a position that scientists in the United States had never were never forced to be in, where you had to take a political stance, right? Yeah, yeah, um, where you have to take a political stance to advocate for yourself, right? Like there, there was, uh, yeah, it was. Or just say, like, hey, science is real. (laughs) Right. Wait, but is the sun yellow and is the sky blue? Is the earth round? I think the sky is made of pea soup. And and Donald Trump could say that and his followers believe it. No, but seriously, like, with the ridiculousness that they believe, like, they will literally believe anything that he says. And they think Mm. he's a a scientific genius when he just learned in March that Clorox kills germs. (laughs) But somehow think that he is leaving. Wait, isn't that, isn't that the slogan for Clorox bleach? Though Clorox kills germs, right? Isn't that what it said? You thought it was like a profound, profound discovery when Lysol and Clorox killed the coronavirus. <laughs> oh my God, it's a hot mess. But in terms of the vaccines, like, okay, so listen, they're saying that vaccines could start being distributed in this country and um and people receive them as early as like next week or so yeah um that new that england itself has also has already started mm-hmm. giving out the vaccines and right. that this vaccine has a 95 percent oh i can't remember the scientific term but just it it it's got 95 percent protection or whatever for the most part mm, um, yeah that's kind of a I feel like that's an it's, an, a redu- an... it's a risk reduction. Okay, yes. 95% risk reduction of you getting the actual coronavirus after having received the vaccine. So I'm not saying that don't get the vaccine. Like we should get the vaccine because it definitely is helpful. But I but I need you to I need you to I need you to address the fact that like there are some of us in this world who or in this country who are really hesitant about getting this oh, very effective vaccine. A lot of people are. <laughs> and mm-hmm. this, is, this is the thing that's killing me about America. Like we try to act like we're all hardcore and we're the greatest, toughest country in the world. Mm-hmm. But when there's something like an actual real, real major issue, like a pan- global pandemic. We can't do simple things. Like Mm-mm. we can't put on face shields when we go outside. Like mm-hmm. you can't put on a mask or like a little like, you know, plastic face covering when you go outside because that's your constitutional right to go around spreading this virus and killing people. (laughs) Like you can't have loom church because Mm -mm. your constitutional right to your religion. Mm -hmm. And because right. Like, and because zoom is not mentioned in the Bible. (laughs) It's not, it's not like, unless there's a new, like a 21st century millennial translation. No, zoom is not in the Bible. (sighs) 
And I don't think the and I think the Bible is kind of against suicide, right? And, <laughs> and, and killing other people in your congregation, right? Mass genocide. Okay, killing, sure. Yeah, killing killing other people in your congregation. They never said like, "Hey, go to church to kill yourself." Like, if it's dangerous and you could kill yourself, you still have to go to church, even if you're going around spreading this coronavirus. Anyways, I'm. I mean, to be serious, I I don't mean to be glib about it, but like when it comes to belief in Christianity, there are some folks who are hardcore like this will feel like a life and death decision to them going to church versus um, adhering to what the government is telling you. And that separation of church and state in this instance is like, don't buy into what the state tells you because the state is very secular, if not heathenistic. Um, not hedonistic, but even like, you know, and and the church is the safe space. Right. But um, if you're a pastor, like, don't you want your congregation to be alive next year in two years from now? How are you going to your congregation in the face knowing that you killed off a bunch of them? You're not thinking that it's God's will. I mean, that's yeah. I, and I, I again, I not mean, trying God, to be glib, I mean, but this I mean, is the God thinking. made it. God gave, God gave us Zoom for a reason. Right. God gave us brains for a reason too, but it's but the, it's a very complicated sort it. of you know. Excellent point. It's not that hard. It's not that it's hard not. to give up fan, like indoor fancy dining for a couple of weeks for a month or two. It's it's really not that hard to not have to not go to a bar and drink indoors. To do not you think night that? Clubs. Do you think that we're going to be able to do that though? Like, to be honest, because no, because it's been nine it's been, months. Yeah, because people, yeah, it's been like nine or ten months. And now people are like, oh, my God, I'm just so stuck and so stressed out and blah, blah. No, it's going to get worse. People are going to keep doing more and more things. Like, there's that joke, like, you know, the, the fear of coronavirus in March when it was, the risk was really low versus the fear of coronavirus now when the risk is really high. You know what I mean? And people are less yeah. afraid of it now when yeah. your risk of actually catching it now is much higher. Is much higher. Is way higher. Yeah. So do you think we should take the vaccine? Of course. But it's well, the, the funniest thing is that right now there's not enough vaccine where you have to really get everyone to buy in, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, we don't even get we that the administration apparently bungled that up too because like we could have had more, yeah, but we didn't because we didn't ask. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. ask. it's it's, it's going to be a while before you actually are able to mobilize that many people getting vaccinated, yeah. et cetera. And yeah, you should have had a long term plan like beforehand to start mobilizing. Mm-hmm be able to make this happen and no one did because no one did they're like yeah too busy doing other stuff but anyways if yeah the the vaccine will definitely decrease the spread of it mm-hmm. but you're still we're still going to have to be social distancing and wearing masks for like you said like another year or two mm-hmm. because that's how long it's going to take to get everyone vaccinated and then it's going to take even longer because there's going to be people who are going to take a long time to actually buy in yeah and then with it being a political thing now, who knows? Like what? <laughs> this, this is weird. So like mm-hmm. both sides of the aisle now are vaccine hesitant because since Trump is trying to take credit for the vaccine, no one, the people who are liberal on the left aren't trusting the vaccine because like, yeah. oh, he's touting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's real. And you, and you have to like overcome the thought that he actually had a hand in creating the vaccine because otherwise you think that he put something in there. Well, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Well, then that's the other thing now, like the right is still like not going to get the vaccine because they're still busy and busy being in denial about coronavirus being serious. Right. Mm. So you have both sides of the aisle hesitant and not wanting to get this vaccine, which 
it's just so many levels of frustrating. Like people are just making all these excuses about wearing a mask. Oh, I can't do it for this reason, this reason. And then they're like, oh, well, I'm not putting toxins in my body. Mind you, they have about eight or nine tattoos, right? (laughs) (laughs) But they're they're like, I don't know what this needle, what is in this needle going into my body. (laughs) I just, I mean. (laughs) Eating eating the McRib, eating chicken McNuggets, right? (laughs) But they got something to show for it, at least with the tattoo. They can be like, look, I went through all this pain and I got something for it. We go through 2020 and all I got was a vaccine. Two of them. Like, there might not be, you know, there might not be a positive correlation here. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I just, I'm just bamboozled. Like, it's not these aren't huge sacrifices. Like, why can't we do them? Because all of us actually want to get back to society, want the economy to normal fun- function normally, want to get back to being able to socialize, you know, yeah. go to concerts, go to wineries, go to breweries, go to church, yeah. etc. But none of us are doing the things we need to get there. You know what I mean? It's like, we're like, it's just like a yeah. country of toddlers. Like, you want to you want a cake, but you don't want to actually make the cake. <laughs> you want somebody else to do it for you, I guess. I don't know. Like you know, you want to be a doctor, but you don't want to go to school. Like you don't yeah. want to read a book. You don't. Yeah. Don't well, but that kind of speaks to at the most extreme end. It speaks to our mentality as a society, right? Like we want the quick fix for everything. Right. We don't. I mean, even for racism, right? Like oh, racism we have marches. Say that again. Racism is fixed already. You didn't know that? America is a man of talk. Lies. <laughs> Lies. It was fixed right after we murdered Martin Luther King. Dang, you went back 50, 60 years. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time racism exists. He cured it. We were cured oh my of God. We were cured of racism by Martin Luther King. No. No, I mean, just in, in 2020 alone, right? Like we're ha- we're having protests, we are having rallies, we are doing all of these things. And then we get to the holidays. I mean, even corporations and all these places are talking about BLM, BLM, BLM. And there are people who are still in high places who are like, oh, when this is over, when this is over, when our protesting is over, that's what they're referring to. Mm-hmm. Then we can get back to normal. Yeah. Because we need, we, we just cannot focus on a thing that is going to help us in the long term. We're so short-sighted when it comes to our existence. Well, even like Biden is criticizing BLM for losing, uh, whatchamacallit, Democratic seats in the House and the Senate. <laughs> no, that's not our fault. That's, that's yeah. the folks who lost. No, no, no. Honestly, let, let me be real clear, right? <laughs> Like, that's not our fault. What what happened was BLM's existence exposed the folks who ain't real, who ain't sincere, <laughs> who ain't doing the thing they need to be doing to make this a society that is equitable and equal for all, across all groups. And all the progressive candidates won. <laughs> Precisely my point. <laughs> the ones that this... too extreme, all of them won, right. Yeah, the, the point being, right, like you can't, this is that whole argument, like you're always bringing up race. You're always bringing up race. It's like, no, actually you bring it up. And then because I reflect back to you what is happening, you get mad at me, not realizing that it's you with the problem. Well, because they don't want to think racism exists, right? Like Joe Biden doesn't think he's racist. No, that's not true. That's not true. 
He doesn't white people know. What? Joe Biden thinks he doesn't have a racist or sexist bone in his body. That's a lie. <laughs> I, I need to verify. Like, honestly, he can't possibly think that. He's of a certain... No, wait. Because we... Oh, how do I say this diplomatically? Like... All of us born and raised in the United States of America have been indoctrinated with racist tendencies. Yes, I I agree with you. But what I'm saying is Joe Biden lives in a world where he thinks he's not racist. Good Lord. (laughs) I ain't got nothing. Like, what are you you supposed to say to that? It's like, okay, so that's what he thinks. That's what he believes. Great. I just Googled it right now because I know he said it. So June 19th, mm-hmm. he's defending him. He's defending praising like Jesse Helms and other segregationists, right? Senators. And he says, there's not a racist bone in my body. Mm-hmm. Because people are criticizing him for being so proud of being friends with Jesse Helms and other segregationists. Okay. Okay, let's 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 take what you have given to us this morning. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the thing. America doesn't want to think racism exists. No one in America, white people in America, don't want to think racism exists. That is the problem. Um, and I, you know, I, I probably talk about this more often than I should. But if you actually go back to Martin Luther King's letter from Birmingham, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he identified the reason that racism persists is because of moderate white liberals who don't want to think racism is a problem, who don't want to do anything about it, who want to live in this fantasy land where everything is fine. Hmm. And the funniest thing is, I don't even remember Joe Biden saying that. I just knew he said it because every white person who's ever been accused of being racist always says, I don't have a racist bone in my body. That's their direct quote. Like anyone, like even what's her name? Ellen DeGeneres. Mm -hmm. When it was, when she did the little gif of her, Riding on the back of Hussein Bolt. I like Hussein. Hussein Bolt. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hussein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, "No, no, no. There's no way I could be racist because I don't have a racist bone in my body." Like, acting like there's no way that she could either intentionally or unintentionally put out a meme that had race that was racist or had racial undertones. Blah 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 blah. So she's mm-hmm. just that a white woman riding on the back of a black man and putting a picture on it has no racist. And blah blah, whether it's intended or unintended. So she's like, it's impossible for me to be racist because I don't have a racist bone in my body. But like you said, like she grew up in a really, really racist society. Mm-hmm. So she has to have some level of conscious or subconscious racism. Yeah. But absolutely. In her mind, she grew up in a society that is not racist. So her rate her tolerance for racism is very extremely high. Because there's no amount of evidence that you could ever convince her that racism exists in the United States. Just like I've had conversations with people, mm-hmm. um, you know, the voter ID laws and how they're racist. Because if you mm-hmm. actually look at the North Carolina representatives' official government emails between each other, they were specifically looking for IDs that black people didn't have to make them the standard for voting. Mm. And they're like, well, just because they were. You know, they, it's not racist because they weren't trying to stop them to vote because they're black. It's that the black people vote Democrats. So they were, so it wasn't actually racist. I'm like, what? I'm like, how many levels of mental gymnastics did that take for you to say that 
they purposely picked out IDs that black people didn't have to make those requirement to vote to disenfranchise black people. But somehow that wasn't racist, like disenfranchising black people purposely in their mind is still not racist. Like if that's not, what is racism, it? then yeah. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, like the, that, that's the question, right? Then what is it? If it's not racist, then what is it? Because I mean, the they're very right good at not. saying what they are not. So then yeah. what are you? Hmm. Like if you don't, I, I guess to them, like unless you actually have a hood on, then you're not right. Racist. Right. Right. Because we got very good at, and when I say we, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just generalizing America. We got very good at telling the story of racism in America. Right. Like for me growing up, it was those black and white images of hoses and um, whatnot and dogs attacking black bodies, right? It was pictures of Martin Luther King behind a podium. It was um, angry looking pictures of Malcolm X. It was, um, you know, these these presidents, w- white presidents, essentially saving us, being, uh, being photographed and filmed and presented in such a way that they are saving America from itself. That is what racism and, and its treatment look like. So when somebody rides on the back of a black man and thinks it's not racist when somebody calls the police on you and thinks it's not racist. I don't have a racist bone in my body. When somebody works with and says, you know, these racist people are okay to work with. Yeah. It's easy. Like when Amy Colbert decided as a judge that being called the N word at work wasn't um, racially, wasn't creating a hostile racial environment. No, because in in her in her mind, the N word is is okay. There there are there are moments when it's okay to say. I mean, there's there's one person I actually defended, or I I have his back. There was a football coach, which one? I forget. Anyways, but um, you know, a lot of black players use the N word, right? And mm-hmm. around school, so there was like a meeting, and they were using it, and he's like, "Hey, don't use the N word," but he said it. Oh. So <laughs> some of the players complained right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mind you he came back and he's like okay i probably shouldn't have said it yeah you're right but his actual goal was actually correct right 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 exactly like he's trying to say that even though you're okay with it there's other people in here who might not be right so stop saying it right yeah that's it right that's it and everyone's like oh he should be fired and he got like suspended and he was like fine i'll take the suspension blah 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 but like I actually defended his use of it in some way. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he could have did it a different way, but also like he was his probably intention. Yeah, his actual intention was was to be anti-racist. Mm-hmm. Um, Get his people to be anti-racist. Right. Yeah, and also football coaches yell stuff all the time. They yell like curse words all the time. <laughs> Wait, are, 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 you, are you defending him? Are you defending them? I am defending, defending him. Oh my gosh, you're such a guy. What I'm saying is that his actual intent was to be anti-racist and he went back in and later moment, admitted, yes. like, he was like, hey, I shouldn't have done it. I should have done it a different way. Right. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Like that's, you can't expect people to be perfect, perfect. And no. he's like, yeah, I'm not going to use it anymore, but I'm still, I'm holding to the fact that my players should not be using it. doesn't matter if they're black players or white players or whoever, there may be, there's going to be someone in the room that doesn't like it. He's like, I don't like it. I don't want to hear it. So we're not going to use it as a team. Love it. Love yeah. it. That's the way it should be. But anyways, I'm yeah. not going to there from this vaccine, but um. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't know either, but I mean, it, it touches on a point that like part of the issue with the vaccine is the racist um, history that America has when it comes to the medical community, healthcare and 
black and brown bodies. Right. Period. Like, I know that that is, that plays a role. I don't want to overstate it because I don't want it to look like we're just a bunch of mistrusting, ignorant individuals who can't get over the systematic abuse and exploitation of our bodies by the medical community here in the United States and across the world, (laughs) AKA eugenics. But you know, I mean, this is real. And if we say trauma, which science has determined, is passed down in our DNA, then there are going to be a lot of people on the planet who will not want to take this because their bodies still remember what was done to their ancestors. And the the, story. Yeah, the funniest thing is there was this New York health, public health purse doctor being interviewed on TV, and it was the worst segment ever. And he was like... Wait, recently? Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. Oh, God. Yeah. So we were talking about... Um, you know, the medical community, medical, they, the way they phrase it is, you know, African-Americans distrust of the medical community, which should mm-hmm. actually be phrased as the medical community community's history of violating African-American bodies in several different ways. And the history of it still being relevant today or still being remembered today. Right. As opposed to like black people just randomly being crazy. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, somehow like there's not a, a actual there's not actually evidence to mistrust someone who constantly abuses you. But anyways, he was saying that the cure to this is just educating black people about it. And <laughs> he well, that's also, what all of them are saying. Anyway, he, go ahead. He also said that in order to help alleviate the fears that we should give it to black people first. <laughs> Right. This is my... Okay. But he's going to say he don't have a racist bone in his body. And maybe this ain't racist, but it sure is ignorant. He's plain ignorant. Like, just plain old ignorant. And also, this constant thing of, like, acting like Black people don't know things, right? Right. That's why I'm saying not to overstate it. Because, like, it feels like um, the the medical community, even people that I know personally, who are showing up on TV and saying some of these things, it's like... We don't need to be educated. We have been educated enough on how America works when it comes to black and brown bodies. We know this. We're just not ignorant of the fact that harm can be done to us in the name of medicine. Yes, and in the advancement of science. Right. For the U.S. medical community. Right. So then what so then what needs to happen? Instead of educating us. <laughs> Instead of saying that we are the problem and, oh, if they just had more education, because that's the same thing in the nonprofit world. That's the same thing all over the society. It's like, oh, we just need to educate those poor people over there. We just need to educate those people because they don't know exactly. And if they just knew, then maybe it would be better for them and we'd have a better society. You know what? You know what would make it? WTF. You know what would make it more likely for black people to trust the system? What? If the system was a lot less fucking racist. Right. Oh, there, okay, there it is. <laughs> Go figure. Is that all it takes? No, I mean, like, because what was the name of the brother man that just got shot while he was bringing his way home? Yeah. He was Corey. Is yeah. his name? Yeah. So this is a person who's going into his own home, who's shot in the back by a police officer, and the police department doesn't investigate it as a murder. Right? I can't. So he's holding sandwiches, Subway sandwiches. Subway sandwiches. Opening the door to his home and is shot in the back by a police officer. And no investigations happen. It's like, oh, yep, he threatened the police officer. And mind you, this is what the story that they said. So mind you, he has a concealed carry weapons permit. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of scrutiny you have to go through to get a concealed carry permit, right? And every state has their own one, but you have to pass around a lot, uh, pass a lot of background checks, um, show you that you're proficient using a handgun, blah, 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 blah. Right. So they claim that this man that went through all that and went to Subway to get his, fa- his family some food, went to where police officers were, brandished his firearm, pointed at them, and then drove home. And then when the officer told him to put down his gun, he pointed his gun at him. And that's why the officer shot him in the back. He drives home with his Subway sandwiches and he's opening the door to his house. The police officer approaches him, tells him to drop his weapon, but he pulls his weapon out and points it at him. And then the police officer shoots him in the back. Like, mm. like the, the number, like the holes of this story, like if any, like if you or I told that to a police officer, like that story, like, Hey, this guy, he like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm say I was like, I had my hospital uniform on, so I'm being official. Mm-hmm. This guy came and pointed his gun at me and the other nurses mm-hmm. while we were, you know, doing our job. And then, so I followed him and um, when he went to his house, he was facing the door, but somehow still pointing a gun at me. And I asked him to put the gun down. So then I shot him <laughs> in the back. Mm-mm, 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 so you think I would, back, I would? He was facing you, right? With the you, gun. Yeah. Do you think I would be able to walk home that night, or you think I would be locked up pretty quick? Oh no, no. You, you've been no. I'd be getting collect calls from jail. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? This the, the audacity. Like, they don't even bother to make up a good lie. Like, they don't have to no. make up a good lie. And it's just belief. And that police and officer he didn't... still, like, didn't get fired. Like, he's still getting paid. He's not charged. And none it was the wrong guy. None of this. Right. Now they the wrong guy. Someone else. And they still haven't charged him. Nope. And I'm sorry. His name is Casey. Not Corey. It's Casey. Casey Goodson. Yeah. So... When shit like that stops happening, then maybe black people will trust the medical community. When society around them isn't so racist that you can't just walk home from getting or drive home from getting your family subway and get Mm. shot in the back on your doorstep and have no accountability. Right. 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 We do not need any more educating. (laughs) We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't need you to come and say, listen, listen, Miss Williams. Listen, Mrs. Jones, listen, Mr. Adeyemi, I understand your concerns, but this is really a safe vaccine. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> no. I mean, honestly. The thing, like, I'm saying like we should definitely get this vaccine. I do believe it's safe. I do think that it will have a tremendous effect on helping um, Black Americans not die from this because we don't get proper medical care. Right. You do get sick. Um, but the onus is not on us. To get more educated. The oh, onus yeah. is on the system and the people who perpetuate and gain power from that system to yeah, stop true. being racist. Right. Period. Yeah. Did I sound a little angry with that one? You got ABWS. I, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> how 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 are you gonna call yourself a, a, a doctor and take a Hippocratic oath and then forget yourself? But then again, you know, you take the oath, but you still you still are who you are. You can still be yeah. racist. Yeah. Well, not if you don't have a racist bone in your body. Oh, man. Because you know what, though? Here it is. <laughs> racism 
doesn't exist as a bone in your body. It's in your brain, right? <laughs> it's the, there's no calcium deposits that form a bone that says, oh, racist. You're not going to do an x-ray and find racist in there. You're right. We're not going to find a racist bone in your body because that's not where racism comes from. And also racism doesn't come from mental illness either. Just FYI. Just FYI. <laughs> just FYI. I've been suffering from depression and I'm sorry. But I'm not racist. I just went on a really racist rant. Oh my god! No, there <laughs> needs to be DSM five criteria for racism. No, there does. Actually, it should be. It is an illness. It is an illness, but it's not the cause of mental illness. Right. <laughs> the problem about that in the United States is like there's no one who wouldn't be diagnosed with it, right? Right. Right. <laughs> and then what? Then what do you do? Then you just say, forget it. Just like this whole pandemic. Oh, wait, the black and brown people are suffering more. Oh, well. So, like, what? Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> we have learned so much in 2020, haven't we, about this? Yeah, we don't need no more educating. Low key F2020. Wait, that's a song, that's a song. isn't it? That's a song, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the best song, song ever, right. Yes. Yeah, we're going to have to explain our kids, to our kids like why that song happened. <laughs> right, why the song happened was so necessary yeah. and helped many of us survive. Exactly. It was truth. It's facts. Anyway, no BLM before BLM this week. Because Chi forgot it's her turn. No, it's not my <laughs> turn. No. <laughs> Last week was my turn. I was on Which, the beat. We were off. I was and on there the beat. Now this week it's your turn. <laughs> yes, Khalil. Yes, I Khalil. Know. I was like, your son is calling yes, you. He Khalil. wants you to stop lying. What's up, Khalil? You're right here? Okay, I'll be right there. <laughs> anyway. All right. We're going to take, <laughs> take it out. Hold it down one time for the West Side. Go get vaccinated. Keep your mask on. Keep away from people. Don't eat and drink in public. Just eat and drink at home. No, for real. Like, yeah, it kills me on these. Well, anyways, like, like people on like an hour flight and will take their mask off to have some pretzels. Like, really? Do you really need pretzels? Like, you're willing to try to catch Corona for some pretzels? Like, you can't stop eating for an hour. Like, come on. Obviously, like, like again, people didn't go through residency and used to not eating for hours and hours and hours. Right. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Hold down one time for the West Side. Stay safe. Get the vaccine. Peace. <laughs>